Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Peters, my co-host, Craig Poston, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finances. What's up, man? What is going on, man? I don't know much, man. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. Yeah, I think it's always going to be a minute, man. We like Maybe we can do a lot of catching up during this holiday when we get our break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't feel like it's a break, man. It's never a break. Like, yeah. you ever feel that? Like, you know, you get like a... Like a weekend off because you know we got like basic nine to five jobs, right? When you get a weekend, but it ain't a weekend, man. Yeah. We got like a lot of stuff to do to kind of catch up on, and you know, especially if you got a family, you got a lot of stuff for them to do, or yeah, they have stuff for you to do. It's more like it. But. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it, yeah, you're right about that too. But but yeah, I'm definitely. It's starting. It feels like it's starting to catch up. Uh, one of my tasks it was to clean up my office. My office looks better now. Uh, it was. I another task. Uh, as soon as my parts come in, uh, work on my uh, BMW, uh, which yeah, uh, yeah. you know I like to do. And then it, it just slowly. It, it's I think it's also a little procrastination on my part too with spending money because I like okay, do I need to spend this money? But then it's like okay, it won't get done unless I spend the money. So like, it's like yeah. so yeah, you have like this internal fight because okay, I bought a, a aquarium, didn't need it, uh, but yeah. I wanted to replace the one that I took out of here. So and. My wife was willing to allow it to sit in our dining room, which is actually pretty cool. And I went, so most of the money was spent kind of on the stand because it's a nice looking stand where I could repurpose it if I decide not to do the aquarium thing anymore. You know, I like have, uh, mm-hmm. have my saltwater aquarium up anymore. I could repurpose that that stand for something else. It, it can be a server where you can put like your alcohol on it in the little dining room. Anything, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it actually looks that good. So, I was, man, that's where most of the money was spent. If it wasn't a lot, it wasn't to other people, it's probably not a lot of money. But for the thing that it is, they were like, oh, he's spending, I think I spent like close to $400. And I mean, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not a lot of money. But like for what it is, and then it doesn't do anything besides sit there and it's a hot yeah. you know, so, yeah, it's not, if it's not somehow increasing the value of something, yeah, like my, my personal value of it, uh, like monetary value. Whatever it is, like if it's not making me money, then I, I don't want to spend money on it. Yeah. Then it's another thing, like, okay, what a BMW parts can get expensive. Then, so then you're, you're like, all right, do I need to buy it? But then in reality, if you like to have nice drivability where it's like, so BMWs are known to drive smooth. So, like, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I need to replace these parts on the suspension. Okay. Yeah. It's going to cost me X amount of dollars, whatever. But then you're like, yeah, that's where you have that fight. And you're like, all right, you know what? If I was to take it to BMW, it'd cost me way more than that. So let me take care of it now, and it's cheaper. So you know, I kind of reasoned with myself, mm-hmm. and you know, so it's stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it, and then literally making time—that's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, man, dude. Like I, I, I'm a high procrastinator. Like I don't know, <laughs> dude, if no one thinks that, dude, they don't know me, bro. <laughs> like, like if you just know me from work, where I'm like just doing a lot of stuff, man. Outside of work, I'm lazy as hell, and I just procrastinate everything, man. And like. Maybe not everything, like things that are important to me, of course, I don't procrastinate, but like even sometimes then, dude, I'm like, I don't want to do it. I just don't. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's that mental downtime. That's what it is. That's why you procrastinate outside of work because yeah. you, you you're a high performer during work. So when you're off from work, you now you're trying to like, you know, get that, you know, that relaxation back. Yeah. It's, uh, and I think that's that's one of the reasons why we fall, you know, on our task at home. You know, you have to come back you're up. Like, you're at one extreme at yeah. some point and then the other extreme just to kind of like balance it out. Yeah. Nah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, man. How's the how's the house coming along though? It, uh, so I actually closed on it, which is uh, that's what's up. Pretty pretty cool. I'm that I learned the lesson from this closing when it doesn't matter if you're good to go on your side, you still got to wait on the seller. Oh yeah. The the seller did not oh. have the appliances in the house. I think we talked about this once before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they waited to the last minute to throw these appliances in there and get them installed. And so they took up the whole closing. Honestly, we probably could have closed like at least a week yeah. sooner or something like that. Or honestly, in probably two weeks. The bank had our, it was had told me already, though, like, oh, you're good to go. You gave us all the stuff and all we did was switch properties and it still, it was above value. So it was like, you're good. You know, so I think they asked me maybe a couple of questions. That was it. And mm. we were good. They were like, we can close early if you like. I was like, well, let me see if they want to close. And that was, that was the, the, for existing home, now I know, make sure appliances are in the home uh, before you close or even get yeah. close to closing. So like start, you know, have you really to ping, ping the seller. Hey, 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 put it in there, put yeah. it in there. <laughs> oh, even then like, uh, or like repairs and stuff that you request. So like for one of the ones that I got earlier this year, one of the repairs that like I requested, like after I got the inspection was the roof. Right. Yeah. And the thing is like the roof isn't too much of a repair because like in home insurance will cover it. Right. Yeah. Most of the time, most of the time, depending. Right. And like, you know, they had, you know, USAA cause they were a veteran. So like they, they were easy to work with. And that was something like that got done. I think within like a timely manner, I should say like I didn't have to ping them too much about it cause they really wanted to sell the house cause they were, they were also, they were selling that to buy another place. Yeah. So like they were kind of in a, in a time gap too. So they were good on that. But like, yeah, no dude, any place, if it's like, in the contract that certain things will be there, you need to make sure like both you and, and the agent needs to make sure that that is so. Cause so I remember one, one time my, uh, uh, I had a buddy, they were selling their house and they had like a storage thing yeah, in their garage. Right. Um, and they were planning to take that with them, but in the contract, it said that everything will be there. Yeah. Right. So they, they didn't realize that they couldn't take it out when they, when they sold it. So granted that was like on their agent as well for not informing them yeah. that was the case. So yeah, I mean, you, you gotta be careful on like who you're talking to. So yeah, well it was my loan officer that called it too. Like, yeah. she's like, uh, did they put those appliances in there yet? And I was like, I don't think so. And I was like, let me check with them. And then yeah, it, yeah. So it was actually pretty cool to understand. I had, you know, people on my side and yeah. they were actually like looking. And uh, so- I agree. Yeah. And it, it, which, yeah, you didn't want them to, like kind of escape without doing this because they actually put brand new appliances in there. So, which was actually yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, the, Did you go to a scratch and dent store? And just... I'm so glad they didn't. Cause I was like, after, I mean, after they were the holdup, you know, yeah. and you know, a lot of times if you're pulling from a bank, you know, sometimes the buyer can be the holdup. Right. But yeah, that was not the case this time. It was like completely the, the, the seller. Uh, but everything worked out. I closed actually on the day we actually were supposed to close, so close. So we didn't close early. And then since it landed on a Friday, had to wait for Monday for everything to get finalized. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, I think uh, my agent picked up the keys like on a Tuesday and yeah, gave it to my sister and she's sending it. She's sending me the the extra keys. I told her, keep one and send me the extras. And yeah. that's what she did. Yeah. Now, how does it work like when you're closing and you're not in the state? Like, did you have to give your your sister like a proxy or? Nope. Nope. So you basically do it this kind of like what they did during COVID, right? Uh, if you wanted to refinance your house or close on a house or whatever, 
they'll send somebody out to your house. So you find okay, a notary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you a notary will come to your house so they can watch you sign the documents. They sign off as a notary, scan everything back into the bank and to the, because uh, we actually had, it was a law firm that was also mm. a part of this. And so everybody got what they needed uh, from the notary. Mm. And yeah, so that's that's how it works. So actually it was actually really convenient, really easy. And I want to say, yeah, it was. It was actually it, it was actually pretty good. It, it went pretty smooth. And that was actually awesome. So learning how to make sure I have my things in order on my side and then making sure the seller has their things in order, I think it had been even smoother. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it was, no, it was a good experience because I already knew about the fact that you can have a notary come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew about that too because I knew like, uh, that, like you said, during COVID and stuff, they were allowing that as an option yeah uh for a lot of people um dude but like dude mobile notaries they get paid man yeah i, w- I wouldn't doubt it man especially here yeah yeah I, f- I feel like this is a land of homes here land of houses that's what i call yeah. it because there's, there's so many neighborhoods around here i didn't <laughs> like dude every time you turn around and find this a new neighbor i didn't know this place was here like yeah man you see like uh man i remember i was passing by i was like driving down one of the streets and like literally like there was three signs next to each other from different builders that just say, keep going forward, you'll see this new development. Keep going forward, you'll see this new development. I was like, I was like, how many more new developments are there? There's not enough land for all this damn <laughs> new development. You just have to start building upwards instead of out. Well, it keeps spreading out. Remember, they, I think they're what, talking about moving towards Austin, so they just can keep spreading yeah. out. The- yeah, well, because there's, there's supposed to be a loop that, because uh, San Antonio and Austin, they're supposed to kind of be like Fort Worth and Dallas. Yeah. Where they're like that there. That's going to be huge metro. Yeah, that's going to be big. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is huge, man. Because, like, just think about, it, like, like San Antonio, like, feels like a small town. But, dude, there's so many people here. And Austin is, like, a, it's not a big city, but, like, it's it's popping like a big city. So, yeah, you, you combine the two. But the thing is, like, the, I, I don't know how it is between, like, uh, Fort Worth and, and Dallas. But, like, the climate of people here in, in San Antonio versus, like, the climate of people in Austin are, like, like night and day, man. It's yeah, like, yeah. On like, uh, like certain beliefs and stuff like that. So that that'd be an interesting thing. Yeah, I mean, because I lived there, it didn't to me. It doesn't seem that big of a difference. Uh, I mean, you got Dallas itself, the city, but then you yeah. got all the different suburbs around. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess to the closer you get into the city, yeah, you, you're gonna have that that crazy city life. Yeah, and you go further out to Fort Worth, then you now you have more of your suburbs uh renewal yeah. and yeah it's like it's a little bit more relaxed but it's yeah it works uh so you you just pick i think that's why i always like dallas is because you can pick how you want to live there yeah and yeah, like, so. yeah yeah like yeah it was it was because it, it was just so many different things there i thought was yeah. cool uh, i will say like dallas is pretty cool because like uh like you said you get that city life and then you don't have to go too far but like, you can even get to like farm life yeah. out there like uh if you go like a little bit north of dallas but like it was just like the the convenience of having like a best of both worlds if that's what you like into or like a good way to kind of like save to like your family's kind of diverse on like what they want like they can still stay in like a relatively same area but have like a total li- different lifestyle over there and your own lifestyle right here yeah 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 all right man we'll talk about our topic of the week yes, uh, it, i guess well you know since we hadn't talked in a while, that's why we're doing a lot of talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the best way to do it, man. You got to yeah, be sporadic, man. It yeah, feels yeah. like a better flow. Yeah. But like this week, our topic is um, you are the lotto, right? Yeah. It has, it, uh, obviously, we've had one of those uh, giant sized Powerballs where it was like, what, a billion, billion dollars? Yeah, it was, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was it crazy, was like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, understanding what, 
you know, are you know, you're the lotto. What what you can do right now, who you are, right? So me, I always say to myself, I'm the lotto. So if, instead of me going out here trying to, you know, get this one out of two hundred million, you know, chance of yeah. winning the lotto, I become the lotto because some things we actually can do now before we even uh, win the lotto. I mean, it just takes planning, and you know, it's not. It's not a more of a point and shoot because, yeah, if you have a lot of capital, you can do more pointing and shooting. I'm like, yeah, I'm buying that. Let's go. Versus mm -hmm. like, OK, well, I need to save X amount of dollars or I need to make plans to do this first before I can do that. And some of the, the things we want to do, we probably can do it ahead of time mm. before we even win a lot or anything of the sort. Any windfall, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of how the idea came about when I when I was writing this is the. Uh, I, I'd never get all like, let me see if I'm lucky. Well, I'm lucky yeah. every day because I'm making yeah. plans and preparation to do better, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. And like, you no, know, I think if you look at the probability of a, a person just being here, right? Like, so I don't think people realize this, but the probability of uh, of like a person being born is already like astronomical. I think it's like one in some odd trillion that a person can be born. Right, because there's a lot of factors into doing that or into the uh, the creation of a person. Yeah. Right, of course, other than doing the action, yeah, pretty easy. But like the the probability of of you know um, someone being conce uh, conceived and then it actually growing properly and it coming out and everything like that, do that. The probability of that is just incredibly high, or sorry, incredibly low. Um, and I I think people kind of take that for granted. Like some people, they kind of wake up and they feel like they're a mistake, yeah, some source or like what they're doing isn't what they want to do. And in my opinion, that's like one of the worst ways to live. Uh, and I'm not saying there's not worse, other like other bad ways to live, but it's like the worst feeling when you're waking up and you're not performing to what you feel like you're supposed to, and you're yeah. not living the life that you wanted, right? And yeah. um, and if you really think about it, like like the mentality of you are the lotto, like you can determine how your fate is yeah you can determine how you feel i i truly believe that, like certain emotions uh are choices yeah. like you can choose to be happy you you can and, and the reason why i say it is that, like even if something bad happens to you you can react in a certain way that doesn't ruin your entire like day your entire life right you can choose to continue to pick up everything and keep going like say if you get in an accident like yeah you could trip Right, you could be like, "Oh man, I got into an accident. Now I gotta try to figure out how to get a new car. Try to figure out, um, you know, maybe if I'm in a hospital, how am I gonna pay these hospital bills?" But the thing is, like, like accidents happen, right? Mm -hmm. That's just kind of the the name of the game, right? You have insurance for a reason, like health insurance, car insurance, whatever it is, to kind of take care of it. So you kind of thinking about that time or continuously, continuously like going about that time isn't gonna help you, yeah, right, um. So like one of the things like I was kind of happy about like recently like so we we went on a trip recently and unfortunately uh, my girlfriend she forgot her license at home right and by the time we were to get back home and go back to the airport we would have missed the flight so but I wasn't tripping and like most people you would think like I was like how could you be that way like these tickets cost a lot um, now we can't go on the trip stuff like that right yeah. um but like in in my like dude I took it good I was like it's okay. You know, mistakes happen. We'll just go home, and I'll find like other flights, right? It's not like a huge deal. Like you, you don't have to beat yourself up about it, because like that could be discouraging. Because that then, 
either ruins the the experience of the of the vacation or of the trip um and that's what i'm saying like you can choose how you react yeah. right and there's like other external things that kind of lead to it but you know if, if you planned well like you said if you if you start doing the things that uh kind of increase your chances for like better success then you can choose how how you to react to certain situations yeah yeah so that that's a good good analogy there uh, about being in an accident because yeah that that is a probability that can uh that can happen and definitely will we have more vehicles on the road or if you're in a city you definitely have more vehicles on the road where you have this percentage of uh, a chance of getting uh in an accident or a collision because i know like they they like to call it a collision because they're like, oh, it's yeah. never, it's never an accident. It just happened, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. and then here in, in Texas, uh, what I do is I basically I'll sit, say the light turns green, I'll sit for a second and look at, in the intersection before I take off because I've seen people just just fly, fly through, through right. yeah, like fly That's through to catch that last light, little bit of the light. But I'm like, it's already red and you're flying through. But what if? <laughs> You know, the other person already pulled out. And now you just, you know, created a collision. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't think. A lot here, man. Yeah, but I don't think, you know, people ever think about that. You, you actually, uh, your time to go can happen at any time. Right? That mm. that that probability is can, is actually pretty high. We just don't, we don't look at it. You know, we, we don't think about it because it, it didn't happen. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So living, you know, living your life to your fullest or whatever you are, you know, because like I said, you are the lotto, right? You you have that chance of changing your fate, your your whatever, right? Mm. Uh, uh, and then the other thing, like uh, maybe an, an people don't feel like that they're the lotto, you know? Maybe they feel like they're there, or they feel like they're missing out on something, right? Mm. FOMO, yeah, yeah, FOMO, yeah. So like, they, okay, if I don't if I don't try to get in this lotto or I don't try to do this, uh, then I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm losing my chances, you know? Yeah. If I don't get in this, uh, get rich quick scheme, if I don't yeah. start trading options, if I don't start getting into real estate, if I don't start all these other things, yeah, at least from an economic standpoint, if I don't start doing these things and I'm missing out, right. Yeah. Or if I don't go on these trips and I won't have a, as good of a life as these other people that are posting about it on, on Insta or on TikTok or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So by, you know, actually, not really falling for that trap actually you know like i said since you're the lotto right won't you make it just think about it well what 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 can we do right what can we do at this time what kind of plans can we make um just like right now we want to go to japan all right Mm. so yeah so the first thing right you know already kick it out of your mind it's gonna be expensive right all right whatever all right yeah yeah it's gonna be expensive yeah all right so just make the plans as if you have the money right now and then just just you know get to get to work okay well okay where will we stay okay what flights will we choose uh you know the best time of the year to go yeah what's the best time of the year to go uh how much walking cash do i need you know things like that you just and then what's the conversion like what what can i do now yep yeah so then you'll know okay if i was to go okay which credit card would i use okay i'm gonna use this credit card because you know yeah this one has the right amount of limit so if something happens I'm covered or whatever. What's right? accepted in the in the country? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, that conversion rate. That's what you you worry about on um, some of your credit cards. Yeah. And you're like, hey, they they charge a fee. Some don't charge a fee. But some do charge a fee uh, for that conversion. But you know, some companies like like Amex, I know, isn't like popular outside the states. 
Yeah. Or, or like, especially for like smaller businesses. Yeah. Um, so like, may, you know, maybe they don't accept that. So, you know, you got to make sure you have like backups and stuff. And, uh, like you said, like conversion rates can depend on like what your art is and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, one thing I found out and I know we're talking about Japan, but back when I was in Germany, found out that, yeah, everybody don't take, uh, a credit card, uh, yeah. or they do take a credit card. Yeah. Like you said, it's MasterCard or Visa. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is actually having the Euro on you, you know, so you can go do what you got to do and understanding that you still lose money in the process because if you're in another country that doesn't do Euro, they do Swiss pranks or whatever. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you, and you're losing money. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like then that, that was, um, that's what I learned from, you know, being overseas and I'm like, try to take some of that experience that I learned and apply it to planning this trip. And mm-hmm. like I said, if, yeah, if I had a lot of, I probably, I probably would do a point and shoot, right? Like, okay, we're going to this resort and we're going on this day. And you know, like you just hurry up and do it. Mm-hmm. But then you don't know what mistakes you're making in that process. So, yeah. so uh, that's, that's the reason why I say, yeah, you still will be able to do some things with, without being a lotto and or without winning a lotto. Sorry. Cause you bought mm-hmm. the lotto. Um, but yeah, so like, when you, okay, think about this, right? Yeah, you, you may not make the billion dollars or whatever right away, but mm-hmm. there is a chance that you could make the billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, so like if you think about it, like, okay, in which way could I, how would I make this money? What would I have to do? What Like we were talking about earlier, we were talking about uh, companies, creating a company, uh, rate or buying a company, existing company, raising the value of that company, and then finding a buyer for that company, and then sell it to them. Mm-hmm. And, and that uh, again, we were talking about that earlier. How ways that you can make money where you're not relying on just you know this big windfall to come into your life. Yeah, and I think like you know uh, another thing is to kind of like become a lot of or, or make you feel like you are the lot of is that. Um, you know, increasing your probabilities, right, of certain opportunities, yeah. right? So, like, uh, if everyone's ever played, like, basketball and stuff, right, you don't necessarily have to be the fastest. You don't necessarily have to be, like, you know, the best jump shot or whatever it is, but you do have to be in that spot to catch the ball so that you can actually take a, take advantage of that opportunity to shoot it, right, or pass it on, whatever it is, right? Yeah. You have to be in that spot. So, like, just think about, like, how can you put yourself in that spot to be in a better probability of better opportunities right so if that's like working on your education right so for me like i think the best thing to invest in is yourself right in your education um but don't just do it like willy-nilly don't just get like a degree just to get a degree don't just uh get a piece of paper just to get a piece of paper like really do research like man we live in the information era you can look up like certain jobs certain entrepreneurial ideas whatever it is and see what in an economic standpoint is profitable right and and in real reality everything is possible profitable right i'm sure there's products you've seen or services you've seen like you can make money off of that well yeah you can make money off of everything right everything has like a certain dollar value or can produce value um so yeah and and i think like if more people thought like just just thought just in general just thought more about themselves and where they want to go and what they want to do instead of focusing on what everyone else is doing and what everyone else wants to do like just just sit like just take some time like get off your phone just just like literally lay in bed and just think like hey what do i want in life yeah what do i have to do to get there 
in life, right? What it what can increase my chances of getting there? And then, you know, start doing your research, right? Like I said, we live in an information area. You can learn to do almost everything. And with like stuff like YouTube and stuff like that, you can do it for free. Like you can learn for free without even having to spend a dime, yeah. right? It's just, you know, some people, they, they don't uh, give as much value to things that are free. Or like you can pay for a course as well. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's more than likely even cheaper to, than going to college, and you could probably make an exponential exponential amount of money just buying a course online to teach you how to I don't know wholesale real estate or or trade options or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So I think like a, a way to make yourself feel like you're in the lotto is increasing your probability of certain opportunities to take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly true. Yeah, they're definitely investing into yourself. And just like how you said, like now it's so much easier to grab information. I mean, I'm, I'm always trying to learn something new. Um, I mean, we were, I think at one point we were talking about swimming, right? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to learn ways to increase like swimming, how I can swim further or learn how to swim in open water or, you know, all these different Dude, things. Man, it's cold as hell, man. Uh, yeah, well, well, I mean, you, you wear a wetsuit, so you can, uh, yeah, hold some heat in. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah, if you, it, and yeah, sometimes, okay, say we gain these new skills. Some some companies or whatever want you to validate it, right, with a certificate, right, or a certification. Mm. And so, but you learn the skill already. So if you, you know, go take the test, just you know, hit the check the block for them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it all again, it, it increases your probability. Uh, another thing, so your your current job, right? Increasing your knowledge about your current job, and especially if your job, or you know, whatever you do, right? Whatever your occupation is, or if it's a business, if you increase your knowledge in how to make yourself better, how to move up the ladder, or how to how to uh, be the you know the high performer, or whatever it needs, right? As long as you don't have a ceiling above you that that caps you from doing something, then those are all ways that that are increasing your value, which also brings in more money. And then you learn how to, and another thing, learning where to put that money, right? Learning where to invest that money. And if you, you do all those things, then you're already becoming a lotto uh, because you're you're doing more than some other people are doing. Yeah. But, yeah. So that, yeah, that's, you know, things that I think about. And that's why I don't, you know, fall into that trap about, oh, let me go, let me go apply to uh, go, you know, spend some money at the lotto or whatever, right? And it's, it, it is okay. Sometimes, okay, it's fine. I was like, okay, well, let me go just see what is, how is I, because I did it before. I lived in North Carolina. They have, uh, you can buy, you know, tickets there too in the lotto. And I've done it and uh, just to see what it's like. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And I want to say I may have done it here in Texas. I don't, I don't do it much, obviously. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, that's uh, one of the things that, you know, I think about. But another thing is, okay, what can you accomplish with your current income? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you do right now? What, what plans can you make? You know, and obviously having good money habits with their current income also puts you in that position. Because, uh, like like I said earlier, not everyone does this. Not everyone is planning. Not everyone wants to invest in property. It just and I always think of this: a lot of the good things that help you out in life, there aren't there aren't comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning a new skill or pushing yourself harder in the gym or yeah, I was like, man, working out. I promise you, never feels comfortable. Yeah, like, I don't. Like I don't feel good, like trying to bench press, right? Yeah. Like, that shit hurts yeah. all the time. But I know that if I keep putting that stress on my body, that I can now push more. Yeah, I can now get stronger. I can now look a little bit better in, in my 
personal opinion of of aesthetics. Yeah. Right. But like, I wish people more people like one of my things that I always kind of allude to is the gym. Yeah. Right. Like like if someone pushed themselves in the gym, like anyone that goes to the gym understands that it's not a comfortable situation. Like it doesn't feel relaxing. Like I'm not getting a massage. Yeah. In the gym. Right. Like I'm clanging and banging. I'm I'm you know hitting the deadlifts, hitting the squats, hitting the bench. I'm I'm like moving weights and like it hurts. Like it literally like the lactic acid buildup just like physically hurts. Yeah. But then when they see that in like regular life, when it's at work or when they're working on themselves, like they feel a little bit of pain and they decide to just run away from it. Right. Yeah. So like we were talking about earlier, like sleep deprivation from, you know, just joining the military. Like, yeah, like if we would have learned that earlier, like we would have probably produced a little bit more because we know that it is uncomfortable to Yeah, push yourself up yeah. To push yourself and one like like sleep, right? Yeah. Like even though you know that you're tired and stuff, but you know you also have a certain deadline to meet. Yeah. Right. And if if you knew that more or if you realized that 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 tension or that pressure would then grow you later yeah. on. And, it, and then I think it's like with, with working out, like your people are willing to do that because no one can really sell like looking good or looking at, at a certain aesthetic yeah. uh, without going through some pain. Yeah. Right? But then people don't see that in, in life because it's not mm. physically painful. Like they, they don't feel the physical pain. Like it's just like all that mental hardening that you have to kind of do yourself. Yeah. No, and it's not an overnight process, especially if you didn't come from people teaching you certain things. Like, mm. you know, if you had somebody teaching you how to do these certain maneuvers in the gym or teach you where to, how to, you know, save your money, how to invest your money, all these things, they're, they're habits that have to be built over time. I mean, I, I uh, me and my sister were talking and she, she told me I changed, but she said you didn't change overnight. So like everything, mm. Everything took time and it was, it came from like being in different cultures, going, you know, going overseas, going to different yeah. States. You learn from different people that you're around and you, you know, you just take from this whole pot of knowledge and, and you apply it. But yeah, if you could switch in a day, it, it, I don't know how, how the mind or body would react, right? If you could do every change, just change all of a sudden. So like everything takes time, everything. So to see what you can accomplish with, you know, with your current income and that, that, like I said, will be all on you. And once you figure out that, okay, you are the lotto, right? You, you can, you can take what you have right now, apply it strategically to a plan of yours and then go do X, Y, and Z. I can go on this trip or I can go, uh, purchase a new property or I could, you know, I could start a development property, any of these things, but it requires you to change certain things about yourself and actually apply a plan strategically. And, and it, all of it, it all ends up adding into that, 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 that factor of, okay, now I'm going to win. Now I'm learning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can use your current income to, to invest in yourself, right? Invest in yeah. your education to then make more income if, if that's what you yeah. want to do. Right. Or you can use your income to, to look into doing something else. Like we said, real estate, right. And like, we've talked about like budgeting and, and money stuff before, and, uh, you know, some people get that mis misconception that when we say budget, we say save all your money and don't spend your money. Yeah. No, we're not saying that. We're saying that, yeah, you can spend your money because we recommend spending on assets rather than liabilities. Yeah. Right. Like use it to, for something that'll help you grow, whether that's economically, you know, mentally, emotionally, educational, whatever it is. Right. But, you know, that all starts with you. Right. Yeah. So uh, one thing I heard is that, you know, the things around you, they don't really change. Like certain systems, processes, and stuff like that, they haven't changed for however many years, right? It's longer than we've probably been alive just by ourselves, right? Yeah. But 
a way to change your circumstance is for you to change. Yeah. Right. Whether that's your mentality. And like Greg said, it, it's not overnight. Right. But it takes small, simple steps to kind of just start. Right. Yeah. To kind of get you on a different track to improve yourself. Hell yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So now we'll move down to our frugal and cheap. Chill, broke it. <laughs> all right. So, all right. This week uh, for frugal and cheap, we got buying generic brand items. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier and now, like, hey, I mean, I think if you, again, use thought into why you're doing this, then it, it could be frugal. But if you're just like buying it, just to buy it, it's the first thing that you see and you're like, oh, it's cheap, cheaper. And because I look at it, if it's only a few cents cheaper, I'm like, so where am I? Where's my value at? Right. I'm like, OK, then I'm going to just spend the extra cents, you know, and I can see if it's a few dollars. And then, OK, now we're we're saving some money because if you think yeah. over time you're saving money. But then like if it's just a few cents and you're like, OK, well, let me. I know what this product tastes like or, yeah. or, or I know how to use this product or whatever. Right. And then I go buy this cheap. It's like, what's the point? You, know, you might as well just go, go with the, the better one. You know? Or just not buy it. Or like, <laughs> yeah, that's an option like, too. Oh, cause like, if, if you really like pension that much, you're like, man, what do you even need it for? Yeah. And so like what I started doing, instead of looking at just the price, I look at the, like the nutrition facts. Yeah. Right. So like here, here in San Antonio, we got HEB and they got like certain products that are actually pretty, in my opinion, pretty good, at least by looking at the nutrition effects. Right. So like one of the things I enjoy is uh, like Greek yogurt and stuff. And they got a, a honey flavored Greek yogurt. And, but like, I was looking at like some of the name brands. Like, so for me, when I look at yogurt, I look at like the, the protein content mostly versus yeah. like the amount of sugar. Cause when, if it's just like uh, full of sugar, then it's just not healthy for you in general. So why would you even pay for that? Right. You're paying for crap at that point. So like, and I was looking at it and I was like, dude, HEB has got like that, that specific product and brand was yeah. on par. Like it was really good. So, and then, and I, I don't know what it was like in difference of price, but at that point I wasn't even looking at price. I was just looking at what it would benefit me and, and, and my body to have that. Right. And, and you can do that with Morgan brands, name brands, whatever it is. Um, you know, especially if it's food, you can look at the nutrition facts because it's not necessarily what it costs. But it's what it, what it's worth. Yeah. Right. And what that means is that yeah, it could cost like two bucks more maybe, but it's also healthier for you in the long run. Yeah. Right? So you're not putting crap in your body and you're just producing crap. It's the same with you know with education with anything else. It's not what it costs. It's what it's worth. So if I pay for something like a degree, then I should get at least that or more out of it. Yeah, but that that also comes down to that strategic planning right there. Yeah, where okay, I'm picking this degree, right? And I need to know that uh, coming out of school, normally you would make what I spent on this degree, right? But, you know, you spent, what is that? You get an art degree, right? And then you spent close to 100K for it. And will you make 100K of making art, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe not. You know, but you need to know like what you can do, and you know, mm. when it comes to that. And are you willing and, to do it? Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so honestly, with this one right here, I I I say I say frugal. If you're like I said, depends on what you're trying to do. That's frugal. But if it's just like you're just trying to save the buck and and not how you how you're saying it, where you go and actually look at nutritional value, how does this bring me value in my life? Yeah, then you're being cheap if it's if you're not doing all that. <laughs> yeah. 
I will say, I will keep going bargain brand for my detergents because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just going to wear the clothes and I'm going to toss it back into the dirty laundry. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's like not the softest, if it's not that cottonelle stuff. I will get. Well, I guess that matters too. Yeah, yeah. I guess, well, again, and still, what value does it bring to you? If it don't bring yeah. you that much value, then okay, then all right, well, then I'm going to buy it or 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 not buy it, you know, yeah. whatever, however you want to do it, you know. So yeah, I will still use it. I'm not too cheap to not buy it and just like wash my clothes with just water. Like, uh, not it, just put it. Yeah. It could, you know, wash it, <laughs> do water, you know, just do what spray wash with the, the sprayer yeah, outside. Hey, they, <laughs> hey you know, good. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can, you know, rewear your underwear, flip them inside out, you know. Oh, no. That's <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll go commando before I do that. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, like, you're in the military, man. Like, you're on the field. You're the, yeah. Yeah. You're out in the field. You're like, your baby wipes and rewearing underwear, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you don't strategically plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man. All right. We're getting out of here. Wait, uh, you want to sign us off? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening to the Troubleshooting Life podcast. This is Jane Craig signing off. Please uh, like and subscribe if you enjoyed this content. I'll see you next week. All right. See you next week.